episode of The Weekly Spill, where we tell you what's real with reality TV. I'm Kelly. I'm Sam. And we're back. We are back. It feels like such a long time ago. It does. It honestly feels like for all of February. Doesn't it? It's so weird. Next week's the end of the month. I think it's because it's such a short month that it's like, when we we go a week, it feels like so much longer. It does. It honestly... I, it was crazy. I was looking at my calendar because I was trying to plan something, and I was like, oh, should I do it until the end of the month? And Ted was like, that's in 10 days. So. It's so crazy. I feel like even it's what it's been like only really like a week and a half since I saw mm-hmm. you, and I feel like it's been like three weeks. Yeah. We just sat. Usually we start recording like an hour ago. We just sat here talking because we haven't seen each other in like a week. So. There was so much filling. I was like... <laughs> Okay, we can't just get to business today. Yeah. Um, but you went to Florabama. I did. I went to Florida. We were staying in Indian Rocks, which is like in between Clearwater and St. Pete's. So did a little research. They did, they stayed in St. Pete's Beach and then usually went to St. Petersburg. Okay. So the plan originally was first. Valentine's Day, we made reservations at this place, and we were going to go to St. Petersburg that night. It was like a 30-minute, 45-minute Uber ride, depending on traffic. And I didn't realize that I saw their original menu, and I was like, oh, this looks really good. They did a fucking prefix meal for Valentine's Day, and I was like, I I looked at the menu. I was like, I do not like anything Mm. on this menu right now. Like, there is, like, some things, but if I'm paying that much, I want to like it. So we ended up... So, if we went there, we would have done, like, Fergs and stuff like that, but we ended up not going there, and we went to this other place in St. Pete Beach, like, on the water. It was really nice. It was an oyster house, fresh seafood, like, every single meal had seafood in it. It was so nice. Not badly priced at all, like, at all compared to here. Ted and I were like, okay, we'll get one more drink. We'll, like, close, like, pay the check, get a drink at the bar up here before we go over to McNasty's. I literally, at this place, it was a nicer restaurant. Mm-hmm. I got Ted a Guinness and then me a Tito's and soda. It came to $10. Each thing was $5. No way. Like, fucking unreal. And that was at a nicer restaurant. That would never happen <laughs> here and in New York. It would be triple. Yeah. So, we walked to McNasty's. And I was, one, a little scared because it's, like, I didn't know if it was open. It was so dark. Like, there was, like, things on the, like, outside of it. I think, like, the photo I posted to Instagram of, like, me and Ted outside of it, like, you can't even see in the bar. So, like, I I honestly didn't know what I was walking into. Then I forgot that in Florida you can smoke in bars. That's just so wild to me because that would never happen here. It's so bizarre. So I walk in and I was like, (gasps) like everyone's smoking. (laughs) And I was like walking in and I was like, I felt so out of place because we had just come from dinner for Valentine's Day. So Ted's wearing, you know, a button down shirt, everything. I'm wearing like a off the shoulder, like white flowy shirt with black jeans and everything. Walk in. People are in like gym shorts and like cutoffs and like a tank tops and it was just like very florida vibes and i don't mean to offend people from florida but it was just like florida i would expect nothing less (laughs) from a bar called mcnasty's so i went to ted went to the bathroom first and he came back and he was like do not go 
like, do not go to the bathroom. And I was like, why? And he's like, there's, I guess, two bathrooms. There's a men, uh, there's a bathroom in the bar. And then there's a bathroom down an alleyway outside the bar. That's so bizarre. And the two bathrooms were, like, taken. So Ted was like, oh, I'll check out this bathroom. Because most places are nice establishments and don't make you pee in an alley. Nope. He was like, do not use that bathroom, whatever you do. <laughs> but besides that, it was fine. It was super cheap. That's a, that's a plus. So cheap. Ted ended up making friends at the bar because this woman was from South Jersey that moved down there or something like that. But I honestly, like, could see, like, I wish we made it to St. Petersburg to do, like, the uh, the bigger bars. But, like, yeah. I could see why they went to this bar and filmed. And it literally looked like this little hole in the wall. Then we took an Uber back to this other place that was actually, like, a cooler bar. But it was also very divey. But it was, like, a beach bar... They had, like, old furniture everywhere, but, like, stickers and, like, That's everything cool. on the wall and, like, dollar bills stapled to the ceiling and everything. It was just, like, I have a ton of pictures and, like, I will show you after, but, like, I look, I was, like, oh, you know, like, when you're drunk and you're, like, these pictures look awesome. Yes. Oh, my God. I thought I was a freaking model. Like, I'm sitting on the couch, like, with my feet up, like, looking over my shoulder. I'm standing, like, in the doorway, like, posing. I'm, like, all of this stuff. I look the next morning, and I was, like, oh, I can't even post any of these. That's amazing. Oh, my God. That's Full so funny. photo shoot Ted was doing for me. I'm sure he was. But, you know, at that point, if he's drunk doing the photo shoot, probably doesn't care as much. Yeah, especially because I didn't even hit the... There's a $10 minimum, and I didn't even hit it with three drinks. That's like, amazing. And it's just, like, one of those things where, like, I was so hungover the next day because and during the de- during the night, we probably spent, like, $40, $50 in total between... Not including dinner, but, like, between the two bars. For, yeah. Which is, like, for the amount that we ended up drinking... Not that much, considering, like, Ted was getting Guinness and, like, stuff like that. And, like, up here, it's, like, you pay almost $10 for a Guinness. So, like, you get five of them, you're fucked. So, down there, I was, like, oh, this is great. We're getting so much for so little. And the next day, I felt it. Like, I was, like, I cannot move. Like, I'm just going to struggle, crawl to the beach, (laughs) and then pass out. I napped on the beach, like, all day. So I mean, I guess that's the dangerous part about being such a good deal is, like, this costs me nothing, so why mm-hmm. why don't I buy ten of them? Yeah, and then the next day you're like, I know, I now know why. Especially you don't buy when 10. you don't even hit a ten dollar minimum at three drinks. Like, Insane. what is that? <laughs> like, that's already recipe for like being fucked up. So, it's a good deal, but I don't know. It will hit it's you. Dangerous, hard. yeah. It will hit you. But it sounds like you guys had a good trip. It was good. We flew back Sunday, went to work Monday. Ted didn't get to work Monday. He had the flu, so. Yeah, that's rough. (laughs) They caught it in time, so he got, like, the Tamiflu and stuff like that. So that's why I think he's honestly better right now. But he didn't go to work Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, if you get it early enough and you get the Tamiflu, then you Mm -hmm. don't have to have, like, the week-long process. So he flipped it, really. I had the flu shot, so knock on wood, Mm. I don't get it, so. If they caught it early for him, I feel like you should be okay, hopefully. Yeah, and he's not contagious right now, so it's fine. But I I swear, if I get the flu, I'm just powering through it. So. Oh, my God, Cal. 
Like, I can't. I can't take off time. Well, I can. But, like, next week I have a wedding to go to on the 29th. But the 28th I'm going to be in New York. So <laughs> I have a lot of traveling. I cannot afford to get the flu at oh this point. Oh, my God. You're going to New York on Friday? Mm-hmm. For it's what? my dad's thing. So oh. we're going up for that and then coming back Friday night oh my gosh. with Steph. And then Saturday going to D.C. for the wedding. You're going to be exhausted. I know. It's fine. But the wedding will be fun. Yeah. The wedding will be fun. How was your weekend? It was good. I love having the extra day. (laughs) Can't complain about that. We didn't end up actually going to dinner for Valentine's Day. We were in the city, and we had gone in at, like, noon for brunch to Mm -hmm. meet a friend. And dinner was... Reservation for was for, like, 8 o'clock. Yeah. So by the time we had been drinking all day, by the time it got to, like, 5 o'clock, you're both kind of like, no. Yeah. It's, it's not happening. <laughs> to sit to sit down for, like, a dinner at 8 o'clock, and then you, you still have to sit there for another mm-hmm. hour and a half at least. You'll get hungover. Yeah, and we won't get back to, to the apartment until, like, at least 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It would have been too much. So we didn't end up going to dinner, but it was still... A good weekend. That's lots good. of drinking, lots of brunch. <laughs> lots of brunch. I haven't had brunch in a while, so. I think I'm set on brunch. <laughs> we were going to maybe go to brunch this Saturday, and luckily it got turned into dinner. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Like, I love brunch as next as much as, like, the next basic person does. But three brunches in yeah, it a has, week. Yeah, it gets a lot, especially in a week, so... And I feel like, you know what, here's the thing is I love, I have to say, I like day drinking better, mm-hmm. but the problem is, is, like, usually it's, like, day drinking that turns into night drinking, and I can't. Yeah. I can't hang with that for that long. <laughs> I'm I'm too old, and I just, I can't do it. I can't day drink and into night drink. So it's, like, dinner, at least I know. Okay, that's the drinking period. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, I think it was, like, Thursday. I don't know when it was. When did I... Thursday, it must have been. We went to the store, and they sell, like, the alcohol in supermarkets and stuff like that. So, they had all these canned wines, and they were so cute. So, I bought canned wine. And I wasn't even thinking, like, wine fucks you up. And I didn't even read the fucking can. That was the issue. One can of wine is equivalent to two and a half glasses of wine. No way! So, I was just drinking these... (gasps) cans of wine on the beach and I was like oh I'm not feeling and anything the and then I switched to white claw or whatever we had and by the end of it I was like when I got upstairs and finally showered and did all that I was like I'm more drunk than I thought I was because I was in and out of the ocean and like you just yeah, it, you, you don't, don't feel, feel it. it and then the next day I looked at the wine the wine in the can and it said like one can is equal and I was like oh okay oh my god <laughs> that's insane so, I did not know. That's wild. I was just thinking, like, oh, it's a can. Yeah, so you think it's not that much, but that's a lot. Honestly, I said, I've said this, I was like, I am not a marathon drinker. I'm a sprinter. <laughs> I, I can't, if I have to go all day, then at some point I just cut myself off because then I start to feel like crap during the day. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to start to feel like crap during the day. Like, I'd rather just wake up and feel like crap, or, like, wake up at, like, 11 at night, feel like crap, and then in the morning I feel better because I got it all out of my system. Yeah. But 
So if, if I have to drink all day like that, I'm going to feel like crap at, like, 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. Where, if, like, if you give me just a few hours to dedicate to drinking, it's like, okay, bang it out. Mm-hmm. And then you're fine. And then I'm fine. Well, that's, like, after the, this whole wine thing, I was like, I'm going to go take a nap because Ted and I were going to go out that night to that bar that I was just talking about. Yeah. It was walking distance from the Airbnb, so I was like, I'm going to take a nap. Instead of taking a nap, what do I do? Sit on my phone and fucking watch Floribama or Siesta Key. It was like one of those, and I was like, why am I doing this? That's what, that's what messes you up, too. It's like, if I'm drinking all day and I don't get a nap, mm-hmm. I'm I'm done. It's Ted like, came in and was like, you just kind of walked out and then texted me saying you're taking a nap, and now you're not even napping. And I was like, phone. yeah, but there, I need to watch this. <laughs> I can't, I, I can't not take, not take the nap, then it screws me up later, mm-hmm. as it gets later into the night, and then I'm just sort of like, I'm tired, I need, and I want to go home, and I just want to go home, and I'm no longer having as much fun as I could be. Yeah. Or then I just stop drinking, because I'm like, I know if I keep on drinking. It's just going to get ten times worse. It's going to get ten times worse, where when you're drinking just like a short period of time, you it's don't have. It's easier to control it, too. Yeah, so. and you don't have time to think about like, yeah, this is going to feel so terrible and that's the thing like on the friday we didn't get home bars closed i think at three there mm-hmm. but our dinner started at 5 30 so like i had a glass of wine at dinner and it's like yeah, it's if dinner long. starts at five and bars don't close till three and your plan is to like make the most because you're down in down in florabama <laughs> like i don't know that's a long time drinking yeah mm-hmm. i can my peak is like i do like 10 to one that's then I'm set. Then I'm good. Mm-hmm. Longer than that, I get ten to too one much. in any a.m. p.m. Yeah. because it's like brunch ten to one perfect night ten to one perfect perfect. <laughs> if I do longer than that, that's when it really does so much damage to me. Yeah, if I'm drinking for more than that. <laughs> okay, what do we want to talk about? Since we weren't here last week, we're gonna like recap the shows mostly based on the episodes from this week but we'll probably tie in stuff from before because it's just the natural flow of it yeah. so what do we want to talk about first i think we talk about Florbama because it's pretty quick there wasn't too mm-hmm. much and we just get out of the way so Florbama, josh there's all this build up for josh coming and then, and then nothing happened it was nothing at all. He came in he so He has crazy eyes, cool. though. He does have crazy eyes. Like, scary. Like, when he was talking to Nilsa, it was just, like, it was just eyes. And I was like, what the fuck is going on with your face? I feel like it's just a family thing that they're very intense. <laughs> Jeremiah. Yeah, he has crazy eyes also, so. And I don't understand. Well, I guess I can understand how Josh was, like, not upset with Gus because he didn't have the issue with Gus and it was Jeremiah. But I feel like I liked Jeremiah, and now I'm starting to feel like he thinks that he's better than people. He definitely does. And I don't like that. He thinks he comes from a better family. He thinks he has better values. He thinks he is just overall, like, his way or the highway type thing. Like, oh, you want to react that way? That's just because you're a shitty person. Yeah, and it's getting old. It's getting really old really fast. I felt so bad for Maddie with the whole yes he said it to her of like I don't know what I want after this house but at the same time that was at the beginning 
And then you're spending every single waking moment with this girl. Well, Candace brought it up very, very perfectly where she said, you might be saying one thing, but then you're Mm -hmm. cuddling with her and you're laying in bed with her and you're... Going on dates. Going on dates and, like, whispering these things in her ears. And you can't be intimate with somebody Mm -hmm. and then expect them to not have feelings and not want more. Yeah. Because you're acting like you have feelings. Exactly. So. So if all you wanted was a summer fling... Then you don't you don't lay in bed together. You don't go on dates. You don't like Gus and Nilsa clearly said certain times when they were hooking up. This is just yes a fling and like they're cool, but Jeremiah like you can't do all that stuff and expect her not to have feelings, especially when you're acting like you have feelings. Oh, especially too. There were times where they were really just cuddling and making out, and they weren't having sex. Yeah. So that's even a completely different level if, if you're just a summer fling then you're just having sex you're with just, them. exactly and that's it and there's nothing more to it so his actions led her on yeah and i and you know maddie is a tough person you can tell she she's tough mm-hmm. so for her to be breaking down crying you just can't help but feel terrible yeah and it's so funny because it's like oh josh is gonna bring the drama tonight and it was kirk and then Jeremiah. So Kirk was on another level that I did not understand. I think it's also because him and Cody are such good friends, but then him and Candace are also friends, but him and him and Cody are better friends than him and Candace, yeah. but it's just like I honestly think he's trying to look out for Cody and it just came off wrong. I I think he he's definitely looking out for Cody, but he took it to this completely crazy level that it didn't need to get to yeah it was like he could have pulled him aside and said you look like a fool you look like a fool right now i just want you to know how this looks Mm -hmm. but he just took it to this level where but he was also drunk well yeah that was part of it and candace said the funniest thing she's like he's turning into dirk right now and i guess dirk doesn't like flowers (laughs) but also candace like i don't but I, i don't know candace also though being a little, here's the thing. It wasn't shady in the fact that she owned up to it and said, yeah, I said that. Mm -hmm. But then when Cody tries to confront her on it, like, if you really said that and that's what you mean and that's what you believe, then I want nothing to do with this friendship. Yeah. And she loses it. It's like, you can't. No, you can't have it both ways. You can't. You can't say something like that and then expect somebody to not react to it. Yeah. Both of that, I don't know. I felt bad for, I think I felt bad for Cody in this situation. Mm-hmm. Because he had Candace coming from that angle. And then Kirk, he was looking out for him, but then he just took it to a level where he was calling him just yeah. terrible, terrible, terrible names. It's like, okay, if I had a friend like that and they started calling me names, like, yeah, I, I would feel some type of way about it too. Yeah. I, I feel like, I love Kirk on the show, but at the same time, I love them all. Like, I love yeah. all of their dynamics, but at the same time, he, since he is in a very serious relationship that isn't on the show at all. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, that, I read that somewhere, but because someone was asking, like, why is he never, like, mm-hmm. with anyone, like, it's because he's in a serious relationship and he's doing the smart thing and not having it's, it on the show. Yeah. But... I feel like sometimes he doesn't bring any, like... Doesn't bring he's anything. He's just there. 
he's a funny guy. He I think he, he brings funny commentary, but day to day, yeah, it's but not it's a lot. Also, the same thing with Candace. Like, yeah, I agree. I feel I like Kirk more than Candace on the show because Candace, I truly don't think brings anything, and it doesn't seem like she really wants to. Yeah, she wants to be there to make the money, but she doesn't want to share anything because. This last episode, this this last season, she's definitely gotten, like, more drunk and, like, you yeah. see that side. But, like, seasons before that, like, what has she brought to this show? Gator. Oh, Gator. <laughs> I could have lived without that. Southside God. I could have lived without him. So, I, like, I don't know if she should even be on the show. <laughs> she she has funny Controversial commentary. Controversial topic, but. I think she has funny commentary. And they don't all all have the best. Like, Jeremiah, he's not there for the funny commentary. He's there for no. his, like, high and mighty. And him losing his shit because he's definitely on, like, Star Wars or something. Gus, I, I don't think he's there for the funny commentary either. He loses his shit as well. He's there for the temper. Yeah. But we need some sort of comic relief. And yeah, I feel like that's what Candace Courtney, and Kirk... Yeah. So. Candace and Kirk are the, the comic comedic relief. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I could do without Candace, but <laughs> keep Kirk, lose Candace. I don't know. Other than that, not honestly, those are the two big things. Yeah. My ex, like, I forgot this happened. I think it was in the episode before, and Amy and her boyfriend got to dinner, and they get calamari, and he thought they were onion rings. <laughs> I was like, what? No. <laughs> like, they also don't taste anything like an not onion Not at ring. all. It's completely different. And he keeps comparing, and I was like, no. <laughs> it's just not even comparable, but he tried. But, you want to talk about Siesta? I absolutely love Siesta. I think they are bringing the content, and I don't care how manufactured it is. I understand it is so manufactured. But I don't care, because it, it's interesting content. So... Yeah. To me, I don't, it doesn't matter. I, I am completely aware that it's scripted. I will say they're getting a little sloppy with some of their editing. They are. Did you see the thing about the bras? Yes. And also, somebody mentioned that she's sitting there saying she doesn't know she's going to go to the party. And meanwhile, she has her hair completely done up. So, it's a yeah. little sloppy. So, for you, for those people that don't know what we're talking about or, like, didn't pick up on it, there's a scene with Juliet. She's like laying down. They're sitting on the couch. She's, she's yeah, talking to Kelsey about the party. Kelsey, and it's cutting. And every time they cut and be like back and forth to Juliet, there's some scenes where she's. It's the same white top at least. Yeah. Like, didn't go crazy with that. But some scenes she's wearing a bra. Some scenes she's clearly not wearing a bra. And it's just like, come on, you guys. It's like we're not that stupid. Maybe some people are. I mean, honestly, if you're not watching that closely, yeah. you're not going to pick up on it. But if you go on the internet yeah. and look up for five seconds, somebody's going to point it out. Also, I thought it was ridiculous that people were like, I don't understand why she's going to Robbie's party. It's, that didn't make any sense because, one, it, was Robbie's, it wasn't Robbie's no. personal party. It was a party for Rubella, and she technically works for Rubella. So why would she not go? Yeah. There were also so many other people there. Yeah. So I, like, I didn't understand the whole, like, why is she going to this part? It's like, she works for them. Like, she is one of the influencers they signed up. So, I don't know. 
And her other friends were going. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. No. What was a big deal was her texting Alex saying that her entire relationship with Robbie was a mistake. Mm-hmm. And she missed him. And she still had feelings for him. And breaking up with him was the big mistake, biggest mistake of her life. Which is like, girl. But what's crazy is the screenshot that he sent her. Because we see a picture of the screenshot. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a text conversation, so we don't see what Alex is saying. Did you realize that? No. We strategically, he, Alex strategically, you know how you get the notifications on your phone? Yeah. Screenshotted that, so it was all the notifications from Juliet, but we don't, what he didn't send to Robbie was the in-between text from him. Which is so shady. So, you can send me a screenshot all you want. Of just your notifications. Of just, wow, I have no notifications. I was going to try to <laughs> do an example, but... Of just your notifications, but what are you saying to her, too? And you know he was saying some shit. Especially because we see that text where he sent her that song. Exactly. And apparently they talked for, I don't know if, like, I believe it all, but, like, they talked for six hours and... there. It's just very clear that they had a real relationship. Mm-hmm. It's also very clear that he's a liar. Yeah. So, you know he was saying things to her back it wasn't a one-sided like, conversation i loved you i meant i loved you as a friend yeah, no no no, no. Uh, you don't know first of all you guys are not even friends mm-hmm. so not true you guys were never friends you guys dated and you were nothing yeah there there was no such friendship there yeah so that was a joke i think that if Alyssa believes him good for her yeah but I would. I mean, at this point, they kind of, they're making it work for the sake of making it work, but. Well, yes. I, I kind of like Alyssa, though. I do, too. You know what? She's sort of like, I don't think she's aggressive, but she's like, this is bullshit, and yeah. it's, we're not going to entertain it, so you need to just remove yourself. But I could also tell Juliet was very drunk at Alex's party. She is on a path that I think is not healthy. Like, like the, the. When the, she pushed Alex into the pool. Which was honestly warranted, and I kind of It like was that. warranted. Like, yes. Okay, whatever. Then Alyssa goes for Juliet. Okay, Juliet's defending herself. Whatever. Shit happens. Cool. Like, that whole little tiff, I will not say anything about. But then when they're talking, and Alyssa's like, do you see what you did to my bathing suit? And she pulls it and goes, boop. I was like, oh, girl, you're just making it worse. Yeah, it's just so not even <laughs> necessary. I was like, you look so drunk right now. Yeah, you look so bad. I just feel like Juliet is lately so quick to just put hands on people, mm-hmm. and it's not a good look. No. And it's not a good path. But I still love Juliet, and I don't know I why. Know. I just, I, but you know what? They set it up that way. She's the narrator. Mm-hmm. She's the main focus. So they set it, they, and they edit it mm-hmm. so that we do love her. But... I, I did not blame her for one second for pushing Alex in the pool because she's talking to the two of them about how... And they're literally laughing at And they're at laughing face. at her. It's like, literally a couple is gaslighting her. Two people are gaslighting her. That's a lot. Wait, I would have pushed it. Alex into the pool. Yeah, that's the least offensive thing she could have done. Yeah. She could have slapped him across the face. She pushed him in the pool. He had a bathing suit on. He was yeah. fine. He lived. It, it was the deep end of the pool. Yeah, like, exactly. Get the fuck over. <laughs> How many times have you jumped into that pool, Alex? Yes, so. exactly. That was, like, the least offensive thing she could have done while still getting a point, her, yeah. across her point, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I just, like, I can't. 
The other, this is a small thing, but I felt so, I don't know, sad or happier both with Jared and his ex-wife. I can't tell how I feel about the situation because then he was crying. I know. And I was like, that's rough. Like, they clearly both love each other, but it's like they're not good together. They're not meant to be together. They're just meant to be maybe in each other's lives, but not in a romantic way. Yeah. Which I, yeah, it was, it was hard to watch. And it's just like, Jared is probably the most deserving of Mm -hmm. some sort of love on this show. And he gets the least love. I know. He's just, I think he's the most rational. And he's probably been through the, he's definitely been through the most. He's definitely been through the most. So So. I'm excited. They're probably going to have her on the show. Yeah, I'm sure. We'll get to see them interact. But the other thing is the Madison pregnancy scare. Which, if we all follow social media, we knew she wasn't pregnant. Yeah, that was the thing. It's like, I know she's not pregnant, but it was it was interesting to see because we know that they're a real relationship. Yeah. And her, like, you can tell it was a real freak out of like, oh, yeah. shit, he's older. He If he does want kids, he's going to want them soon. And I do want kids mm-hmm. and I want to be with him. So it's, like, that internal struggle of, like, if I were to be pregnant right now, one, what would I do? Yeah. And two, I would I be happy about it or would I be upset about it? So. That's the thing. They're, you know, they don't have just, like, a 10-year age gap. He, yeah. She's 25 and he's 46. Yeah. He, if he wants kids, he's probably going to want them in, in the next two or three, maybe, I would say. Most, at least like, five. At least five years. She's 25. She doesn't necessarily have to have kids in the next few years if she doesn't want. She still has some time. Yeah. But it's one of those questions that it's, like, kind of forced her hand to now have that conversation. I think that's something that's probably going to make or break their relationship. But, honestly, she's 25. By 28, she gets married. Like, if they were to stay together, theoretically... They get married 27, 28. That's not a weird time to get married. That's pretty normal. And then you have kids 28, 29. Like, it's nor. I just think that with that much of an age gap, he's almost 25 years older than her. So when she's 50, he's going to be 75 years old. He's going to want to be relaxing, doing nothing. Yeah. And when you're 50 years old, I think you still are in like a good time in your life where you want to be active and doing things. Yeah. Even when you're, she's 30, he's going to be 65. (laughs) He won't be 65. Oh, wow, no. He's in his 40s. He'll be later 40s. She's 55. 55. She won't, he won't be 55 either. When she's 30? Okay, but he'll be close to it. It's in five years. How old is he? 46? 46. Was he 50 something? 51. 51. Still, 30 and 51. 30 years to like, I want to party, maybe. Or at least I like I want to hang out with my friends and do these things. 51. But he I don't could know. still be the same way. My he, parents are 15 years apart. He could, but even 15. Okay, almost 25 and 15 are still <laughs> a big difference. It's not 20. It's 20. You're making this man out way older than he I actually am. is. It's okay. It's 20. Still. <laughs> I just feel like it's such a big age gap. I, 
feel like you get to different stages in your life. Yeah. But if she's willing to make it work, she will. So. And I think, like, she does want to make it work. And if they get married and then they have kids, like. But what about when you're, like, 70? And he's 91. Well, I don't know. You know what? Maybe he'll be a healthy 91 and you guys can travel the world. Like. that's And then it's, like. Or he'll be dead, and then you can travel the world. That's true, but it's like, if I were, if that, if that were me. But by that time you get to that age, like, even Ted and I, like, when I'm 70, he might be too old to move. Like, you never know. Yeah, but I just feel like that's like, that's a long, lot of years to live without somebody who's but your partner. But someone could die at any age. Somebody could die at any age, but, all right, I wasn't trying to go, <laughs> go down that road. Turned it real dark real fast. Yeah, it just <laughs> spiraled really quick. <laughs> but I think it's a good thing to, like, force the conversation. the conversation with them. True. When do you think we're going to find out about Alyssa and her pregnancy? I don't know. The whole... What's weird to me is, like, the timeline is a little off. I don't know when they're filming this. Because we haven't had any holidays. Wait. There's no reference. Well, we can look up Jared's birthday, I guess. But who knows if they actually filmed yeah. that during his birthday. But did you see... Okay, this is current day, not in the show. So Alex got Alyssa the watch. The diamond-encrusted Cartier watch. Juliet. Right? No. Alyssa got one oh, originally. she did originally. Then Juliet got one from her boyfriend. Oh my, I didn't know she got an original watch. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Like, Alyssa originally got it and put it up on Instagram. And Juliet's now dating this guy who's fucking loaded. He, his family is one of the wealthiest families in the U.S. Like, more loaded than Alex. Yes. And then, they got, then she posted a picture with the same exact watch. Alex's family is... Let me see if I can find Probably, this. they're probably millionaires. His, her new boyfriend's... Family, they're billionaires. They yeah. are the wealthy of the wealthiest of the wealthy. And if you're gonna upgrade, that's just how you have to go. You can only go up. His haircut, though. Oh my god, her man needs a haircut so bad. It's like you have that much money, and that's what your hair looks like. Please, please. Fix I'm pretty it. sure it was Alyssa that got the fucking watch first. I don't know why I thought that. And he probably pays so much for that haircut because he has money too, and it's like you're paying way too much for whatever. Whatever you're paying is too much for that. Because I could give you that haircut for $5. Maybe it was Juliet that got it. And I got confused with the post because then there was an Alyssa post I was looking at. Maybe. Oh, that would have been more That would have been beautiful. more salacious. But it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I don't think Alex could afford the watch. No. Because it was a lot of money. I've read it somewhere it was like $300,000. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a home. Yeah. That is more than people's, some people's homes. Yeah. And she definitely, like, she upgraded. Oh, 100%, except for the hair. I, I don't know. The hair is terrible. And I don't think he would be a bad-looking man if, if he, his hair didn't look like that. I don't know what haircut he's going for. He has a, a bowl haircut. But it's like, did he think it was cute? Somebody told him it was cute was the problem. Somebody who, some girl who was trying to get with him because he has a lot of money. But do you also think it's because he has a huge head? He has an Eli Manning face where it looks like a thumb. 
Yeah, kind of, but he has a very nice jawline. I think if he... Nose down, great. But then look at how far the top of his head goes. I think if he fixed his hair, and maybe I think he would actually look nice if he grew some scruff. Yeah, he would look better would, with scruff. It would proportion his face. I don't know. But guys, go check out her Instagram. He is loaded. It's insane that how much money this man has. So if you're going to date somebody else and go up, that's the way to do it. It's like, so hats she off. went from Alex, who was wealthy. Then she went to Robbie, who... He was fine. He was... He's wealthy. He's comfortable. He's comfortable, and he's more attractive than Alex. Oh, for sure. And then she upgraded to this guy, who has the potential to be more attractive, <laughs> but it's just not like... I, I don't know what's going on. Like, he's getting a haircut in his kitchen with a bowl, and that... But he's loaded, so... He needs a bit of a makeover, but... He has potential, and he has money. Yeah. And they seem happy. I mean, I... I mean, I would be happy, yeah. too. <laughs> I, I would certainly be happy with their $300,000 watch, but um, just me. Yeah. You know what? It's like, if they ever break up, she could sell it, and she could buy herself a house. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Buy... What was the car she wanted? A Lexus? She could buy the <laughs> Lexus that she wanted. She could buy more than one Lexus. Ugh. But, um... I think, like, him and Alex were friends also. They were friends. You know what? Because I was on his Instagram, and and she knew him before as well. Mm-hmm. Because I was scrolling through, and it was, like, in 20, I don't know, 2016. They were in a, a group picture together. Mm. So they all run in the same circle. Yeah. I think they all just date in the same circle, which is wild to me, but okay. Do you? All good. <laughs> exactly. Whatever works for you guys. Clearly, it's working for her. We'll see how long it lasts. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that was pretty much it. I can't wait to find out the whole, like, Alyssa, Alex, pregnancy drama. So. Siesta is bringing it this season. And I appreciate it. Because I feel like some of the other shows on right now are not exciting week to week. Oh, the one thing that we didn't talk about was when Juliet was getting kicked out. And... Chloe keeps screaming. I would have done the same fucking thing because if you scream at me one more time to give me your sunglasses, she took the sunglasses, folded them in half, and threw them at her. And they're like Amazon sunglasses that are yeah. 15 bucks. Like, they weren't expensive sunglasses because, expen- like, if I took my sunglasses, they wouldn't do that. I wouldn't be able to fold them that quickly yeah. and that easily. It was hilarious. It was good content. If I, if I were Chloe, I would definitely be pissed. But it was very funny for the show. But then it's like, we know that Chloe and Amanda and Juliet are friends right now. So it's like... You, you have to take it all with a grain of salt because they all make up. And listen, it, all, it, it is all produced and manufactured. Yeah. I read somewhere, too, that um, the whole fight with Alex and Juliet and Alyssa was, you know, the producers told Juliet, go over and talk to Alex about what's going on. Yeah. And then... They came in and said to Alyssa, okay, now you go in and find out what's happening. And so Juliet wasn't aware that Alyssa was going to come over. And yeah. she she was just sort of, like, in shock and trying to figure out how to deal with the situation. So I think that was also part of her reaction. Yeah. Which makes sense. Exactly. So they definitely produced the shit out of it, but I love it. Um, Jersey. Is in the Jersey Shore. You know, just another beach. So Another beach. Ugh. 
Do they have a beach theme right now? But it made me want to go to the Jersey Shore. So that house was gorgeous. It was a really nice house. And Point Pleasant is such a nice area. Um, Jennifer is on another level. She's on level 1000. She needs to take it down. She, the things that come out of her mouth. First, okay. So first she sort of is instigating this issue with Margaret when Margaret is having this nice moment with Teresa and trying to bond with her. And then Jennifer has to come in and say, well, it's not the same. Like, shut, shut up, please. I don't believe you were included in this conversation. And maybe that's why you felt the need to, to jump in. And Teresa was just like, I think like she said at one point, not, it was like a confessional thing. She's like, I thought Jennifer was right. And I thought Margaret was right. Like sometimes I think Teresa just doesn't like realize what's going on. And just no. like over her head. And she's like, oh yeah, I just agree with everyone. Exactly. She just goes along with whoever she's is like closest to yeah. in the moment. So she already starts instigating stuff. So people are already pissed at her. So people are already pissed. Then they go to this nice group dinner. So funny. It, it, it's it it's funny. So funny. Like the beer chugging and then Jennifer has to come out with that comment that says, "You know how to suck a bottle, but you can't suck a dick." And for so many reasons it didn't land. One I laughed. It, here's the thing. It was funny to watch on TV, but I could see sitting in the room why it didn't work. <laughs> and well, it's just like crickets. Crickets. One, she's not even friends with Jackie. So already off the bat, it's not funny to her. Two, the way she says it is so aggressive. Yeah. That, you know, how can you think this is going to go over well? People are going to laugh. Like, she should have said something like, I don't even know, like. Oh, we know how, like, like not say you can't suck dick, but, like, say, like, oh, is that how you suck dick? Like, make it a joke where it's, like, an inside joke because then yes. everyone knows that she doesn't. So. Exactly. <laughs> it was so funny. It, and then they get to that screaming, like, batch at the thing of, like, know your audience and stuff like that. And when Margaret's leaving, Margaret's wearing the cheetah leopard print thing. And Jennifer yells, Fred Flintstone asked for his, <laughs> Fred Flintstone asked for his outfit back. Listen, Jennifer, I will give it to Jennifer if she comes up with things that are hilarious. She's so funny. She's so funny, but she just doesn't know her audience. No. And I think Dolores gives her a little, Dolores gives her passes. Yeah. I don't, Teresa just doesn't know what's going Teresa on. Teresa doesn't know what's going on. Dolores gives her a pass <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> I just... But also, like, Margaret with the, you should be glad that you married Rich. <laughs> like... I feel like Margaret is in retaliation. Because the other thing, too, is that Jennifer brought up something about her children. Mm-hmm. And again, it's... You know what? It's like, I, are you saying I'm not a good mother because yes. I work? And it's like, no one should be bringing in, like, parenting. And that is just the number one rule. The housewives, they will say a lot of things about each other, and they'll throw a lot of dicks. But that is just the underlying unspoken rule is you never talk about children. Yeah. Even in life. You never talk about somebody's parenting. At least, I mean, not to their face. Yeah. You don't bring it up to them or call them a bad parent because it's just, it's not your place. It's not right. You don't know what happens. Unless you're like child protective <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but none of them were in CPS last <laughs> I knew. So it, you just don't say it. So to say that and then not expect a counter reaction, you're wrong. You're just, you're never going to be right. 
for there are certain things, if you go for those things, it doesn't matter what the other person says or does after that because you're never going to be right. Yeah. You've already lost the argument. No, totally. The husbands are so great. Like, them on the boat. Hilarious. And he got so drunk. Oh, my God. Them carrying him up the stairs. But then it was so funny. He's laying there, and then he starts feeling up Joe Gorga. And I was like, okay, he's fine. He's all right. But they were literally chugging bottles of Tito's. Yes. And Patron. I was like, that cannot even taste good, Patron and Tito's at the same time. Yeah. Like, no. That's like, so disgusting. I drink Tito's in some... Like, I can't sit there and drink no. Tito's. Like... It's just, like, burning. Out of the bottle. Not even on ice. Like, straight mm-hmm. out of the bottle. It's a it's a miracle that they were not... All like that. All like that. It was insane. The other big thing that I'm just now remembering is that Teresa comes out and basically says now that she thinks Joe has cheated on her. Which she has denied for years and years, for years and years. Yeah. And I think she's gotten to the point where she's so fed up and she's so tired mm-hmm. that she's just like, yeah... He cheated on me. Well, she did come out and say one time that clearly he did cheat on her. And then, you know, the other times she said that I think, you know, possibly. Yeah. That's probably what happened. And she sort of backtracks it a little bit the next day, I think. Because I think she felt, I think she realized what she said. Yeah. And she realized, my kids are going to watch this. Yeah. And she felt bad for that. But that was a big admission. Yeah. It was. Which we all knew. Everybody who's everyone watched the knows, show like, has known. Everyone that doesn't even watch the show and just, like, sees them in the news yes. knows. Like, There's been so many tabloid stories. No. Um, the other big thing that happened with them is the Danielle yes, that, of it all. So That whole bomb. She, I'm, one, so glad that they showed the clip. Me too, because I I hate nothing more than when somebody makes an accusation and there's somehow no footage. Yeah. And then it's so, he said, she said, and you don't know what side to be on. I only wish that they showed the guy telling her to pull the yeah, hair. Yeah, me too. Which they might not have had that because I don't think he was mic'd up, so. No, I don't think he was either. So that makes sense why they wouldn't have that. But, you know, so Melissa and Danielle go to this lunch. They go to Ply Bowls. It's like, really? Okay, Sure great production value <laughs> so they go to pliables and danielle says the store owner told me to pull her hair and then i said something to Teresa, and Teresa told me to do it yeah and that is just so it makes sense why this whole season she's been backing danielle because, because she, she knew because she knew and she told her to do it yeah so it makes complete and total sense that she she hasn't been flipping on Danielle because... And now it also makes sense why they don't talk. Oh, yeah, 100%, because she ratted her out. Mm-hmm. Because she wasn't a good soldier. Yeah. She, you, it's she, coming full circle. Yes. So. You, are as, you are useful to Teresa as a soldier. Once you stop becoming that soldier, you're disposable. Yeah. It's coming full circle. Now we understand. And I, I kind of get that. I, mm, the store owner, he did it drama store like this will have people talking about my store so exactly it's press yeah so i i get that and honestly he looks a little messy he looks like he's a messy person yeah so i understand that but the fact that it's just funny that Teresa did this and i don't think she thought it was going to come out Mm -hmm. because she's done other things she's denied for years that she was not involved in the whole melissa stripper gate Mm -hmm. but we all know she was involved in that 
Yeah. I think Melissa knows at this point she was involved, but they just decided to move on from it. Mm -hmm. But there was never any footage. So we could never confirm. And now we have it. And now we have it. And so I read somebody commented somewhere on a post, and Erica from Beverly Hills has this the famous line where it's like, you know, she's Lisa Vanderpump is a sniper from the side. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I guess Teresa is also a sniper from the side. Yeah. But we've... It, it, I don't feel like it's ever felt that calculated. And nobody has really ever brought it up. Mm-hmm. Everybody has always given her a pass. Because for the last however many years now, seven, eight years, she has been going through a lot. Yeah. So I think people just let it slide under the rung because, and there's no proof. And it's also Danielle's not on the, like, Danielle doesn't let that shit slide. Like. Oh, no, no. Danielle does not care, so. No, she doesn't care, too, because Melissa's outing her. She's, you know, they're saying the rest of the girls don't want to be around you. Danielle wants to be on the show. Mm-hmm. So she's going to drop whatever bomb she has to to stay on that show. Yeah. She, she, Teresa picked the wrong person to put her trust in. Yeah. I, is next week the season finale? Next week is the season finale. And then the tell-off. Yes. And I, I'm sure it's going to be three-part reunion. No, because on my on demand, I only saw two. Really? Mm-hmm. That's surprising. But I don't know if they're just they haven't put it up yet. So that could be part of it. Um, I'm excited to see that. Excited to see the rest of the shore. See the wrap up. See the tell all. But still three weeks out. So. True. I think that last episode looks looks exciting. Yeah. It looks good with Teresa just losing her shit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we have not had. A Teresa freak out. A Teresa freak out in a while. Mostly because she was on parole, so she really couldn't. <laughs> but she is off parole, and she's unhinged. And it makes for good TV. And we'll get a good tell-all. We will. That reunion, I read the reunion was heavy. Was it? Yes. Lo- I'm excited. I'm so excited. I feel like the middle of Jersey was not great. I think the beginning was sort of exciting and the end and the end the middle was a lot of filler and i think it's because they were trying to stretch it because of the filming in italy with joe Mm -hmm. and all that stuff they're trying to get as much as they can with him yeah but the reunion will be good unlike the 90 day reunion it honestly wasn't bad it wasn't bad i think that this woman stepped up a little bit she did and i know we give sean sean a lot of shit on like she should ask this she should ask that she but tlc is honestly giving her Here's your talking points. Oh, it's getting close to there. Don't go that way. Like, it's very, like, TLC has, like, tight grip. And yeah. And it's, like, they can't. It's not like an Andy that essentially, like. He can say whatever it, he wants. So. Yeah, he owns the. He has a stake in the company. Yeah. So, she doesn't have stake in TLC. And she can't just go rampant. So, I get it. Sorry for giving you so much shit. But at the same time, like, we want more. We need more. And if I heard you say one more fucking time, that's a lot of, that, what was it? That's a lot to, we have a lot to unpack today. Let's move on. No, I don't want to fucking move on. Like, tell me. It was like, no. We're just getting there. We are just getting to the point. one more question. Exactly. All you needed is one more question and we would have been there. Yeah. But I will say she, at least she pressed a little bit more. I feel like last reunion, she didn't press at all. Yeah. On anything. She pressed a lot with Natalie and Mike. Yes. So. So. She gave us that. And I think she she pressed a little bit on Juliana and Michael. Mm-hmm. But you could tell there were certain things that they didn't. Were like, do not talk about this. Yeah, so. they weren't going to go there. Um, who do we want to start with? 
I feel like there's a lot, but, like, not a lot. Right? It just... So, my theories are, we know Mike and Natalie. There's that whole thing of, like, he betrayed me. And, like, Natalie's totally manipulating the audience because everyone was team Mike originally. And then she's like, he betrayed me. And then everyone was team Natalie. And it's like, did he? Because from what he's saying, it was his best friend. He was the maid of honor, essentially, at her wedding. Best man, whatever you want to call it. Man of honor. And he stayed with her the night of the wedding on the couch. The issue is that there was more to that story. I don't think so, though. I feel like when she was like, and then she was texting me saying we would never get married. I honestly think what happened was Mike being Mike, not even thinking like this would piss Natalie off because if it was her best, like his best friend, like imagine if it was Matt's like best friend from childhood, it was a girl, he was the best man at the wedding, right? And you called him and he's like, he picked up or FaceTime and he was, you were like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I just woke up. I'm on the couch. Like, this is what happened. And then you just go off on him. Of, like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Blah, blah, blah. And then the best friend comes in and sees you screaming at him. And then just jumps in and is like, you guys are never going to work out. Like, all this stuff. Like, we didn't. Because if you're thinking about it, she's now accusing this woman of cheating on her husband. That part, I don't think that anything actually happened. I just think that there's more, there's deeper wounds than... I think the deeper wound is the woman, the best friend, was saying, you're never going to marry Mike if you act like this. And I feel like it all happened the same day. Because at that point, if someone, if say if it was the night before my wedding and, like, I don't know, someone was, like, my maid of honor, man of honor, like, it was a guy, like, my best guy friend who has a girlfriend, and then I see her saying, did you sleep with her, like, all this stuff. I would immediately jump to, like, you're a fucking bitch for thinking I would cheat on my husband who I'm going to marry the next day. Like, I think she's just, she doesn't have proof. We're no, never going to no get proof. to the bottom to it, a bottom of it, so. I don't think that they're going to work out. For more but reasons than that. They're on happily ever after. So. I just, I don't feel like they should work. For more reasons than that, she, the religion aspect, she is so devoutly religious and believes in God and he absolutely does not which is fine but she wants her children to believe in God she wants but her he husband even to said, like our children can believe in God and I will go to church with you I just won't believe in it that at least is like something like he could say like I don't believe in God I'm not gonna go to church with you he could but I just think that that that's such a huge factor in a relationship is if you're polar opposites of religion yeah. it's one thing if somebody is you know like religious but they don't they're not necessarily practicing and they don't really care so much if the other person believes or not because they're not a practicing catholic or whatever no, i think one i think he would come around i feel like his whole alien thing isn't flushed out like he doesn't it's really, really not he's more atheist than yeah like whatever he i, I but I feel like he would come around to it, and, like, at the end of the day, he would raise... He would do what Natalie wanted to do. He would celebrate their holidays. He would do all of that, like... I just think they are the furthest from working out of all the couples. I I don't see... I don't see them long-term. And, and if you ask me at the beginning of the season, 
I would have said they are going to make it. They're the, the ones who are going to work out. The only thing about sex is, like, we already know they're filming for the next season, and she's in the U.S., so we know they work. For the time For the time being. being. I see them lasting longer than Sinjin and Tanya. I don't know. You know, here's the thing. Even though she keeps on saying she's not sure if he's her soulmate, I think I, I see the genuine love and care between the two of them. Or is it the honeymoon infatuation stage? But they were together for nine months. Not together, though. No, I think she lived in South Africa. For, she didn't live in oh, South she didn't Africa. Live <laughs> no. Okay. She visited, but she didn't live there. Okay. I honestly, I think. I give it two years. I don't know that they're going to last forever, but I could see. Here's the thing. I, I did feel sort of bad for her because she definitely did get beat up on the internet. And I could see where she was coming from when she was saying, you know, he says he wants to do these things. And I, and he, and he admitted himself. He's a procrastinator. And she just yeah. gives him the tools. She doesn't tell him, go and do this. She says, you want to do this? Okay, let's figure this out for you. How can we make this work? And the then does nothing. The only thing we didn't get any clarity on, though, with the whole Tanya and Sinjin and her complaining about him not working, does, can he legally work right now? I don't know. I don't think he can. So, like. I don't think so, either, but he can go to a workshop class. He, yeah, he can do, but he also had, when she said that, that was when she was in Costa Rica, the whole, and he's like, we didn't have money to do $800 worth of woodworking classes. No, so but. So, like, it's a little bit of, like, her unrealistic, like, yes, he should be doing something, and it definitely, if he has his work eligibility, he should at least be bartending. But she said even, if okay, if you're not going to work, volunteer. Do something so you're yeah. not sitting in the house doing nothing while I'm out here making money. Yeah. No, I agree with that. But if if he, it makes it ten times worse if he's not working and he has the ability. Like, yes. if he doesn't, if he can't work right then, now. And then I get on, it. I can give him a little more yeah. leeway. But if he's not working and he has his work papers, then it's like, what the fuck are you doing? And part of it's. The other part of it, too, with him is he's like, well, you know, I just, I don't want to do any job if I don't absolutely love it. And it's, that, that that job doesn't exist. I'm sorry. No, it doesn't exist. That's why I don't see them lasting. Because he's saying he doesn't want to have kids because that will force him into a, like, oh, into work that he doesn't want to do. And she's on the baby train. So. And. And she's not the type of person that's going to pause her life. Because he doesn't want to have kids. She's never going to say, okay, fine. I'm okay. I can be happy with not having children. No. And what is she, like, 29? I think she's, like, 30. Yeah. So she is also getting to the age where Mm -hmm. it's, like, she has to be serious about having kids. if she wants multiple. Yeah. She has to be serious about it because she's getting to the point where there's no rewinding the clock. Yeah. So I get it. You know what? As much as I disliked her on the show... I don't think, we, we didn't get the full background. We didn't get the full background, but I also don't, like, I think they're going to, I think Sinjin got a really good, cake to, like, cut. Yeah, for sure. But I only, two years, three years. I think their personalities are, are too different. I think that they, I think they have genuine love for each other, but she's so type A, and I think he does not give a shit about anything, that it's just not going to happen. And I think the kid thing is just going to drive them further and further apart. Because originally it was like, okay, I want to have kids in mm-hmm. ten years. And she's like, no, five years or two to three years or whatever. And now he's like, I don't even know if I want kids. So. And I wonder if some of that comes from 
Well, I mean, it, some of it comes from him not wanting to do a job that he doesn't love, which doesn't exist. So I don't know what he's going to do afterwards. Or if you get a job that you love, you went to school for 20 years. Yeah, exactly. Or not 20, but like, you, you, you don't, know. Yeah. You don't just pick up a job that you love. Yeah. And it's the best job ever and you never want to You go into a career it. that you love. Yeah. And at the end of the day, even a doctor who went into that field doesn't love their job 100%. No one loves Nobody. their job 100% of the time. It doesn't exist. That job so. does not exist. So that's what he's waiting for. He will never work. And then I don't blame Tanya. Yeah. Because I don't think she wants to be. But I think the job thing is one aspect, but the kid thing is the bigger. Yeah. So I think... I I did sort of like them just from the tell-all because it just seemed like... I liked he, her a little bit more. Yeah, I liked her a little bit more. I think... I could see what the attraction was where she was saying that he accepts her for who she is. And I think she accepts him for who he is, too. Yeah. Because that's that's something to put up with with somebody who just seems like they don't want to do shit. Yeah. You know what? If you want to be a garbage man, you can be a garbage man. But... Do it. Do it. Yeah. Don't, don't talk about it. But Tanya and Sinjin are also going to be on Happily Ever After. So we get them and then Natalie and Mike. So I feel like, the, honestly, the whole tell-all... Is pointless. Is about those two people. It was. Because it's trying to build up that. this next season. The, honestly. And probably Angela and Michael. I don't know which spinoff they'll be gonna on, get. but. Anna and Marcel got little to no time. Well, because he had to have a fucking translator. Well, it's just insane to me. And she was trying to say, oh, no, he can have a conversation in English. And the host did say, I don't know. I'm not hearing too much and English. And he literally said. How are you? That was it. Where is the bathroom? I fucking know that if I'm going to a country that I don't speak the language, that's the first thing I learn. Like, not after you've been living here for at least, like, five, six months. Like, and you've been with Anna for For how how many years? Like, no. It was just, it's insane to me that still, they're married. That was the best thing with Max coming on. And he's like, I think. One of my, like, my advice would be you learn the language of the couple, like, stuff like that. And then he looked at them and said, sorry. And learn the culture, too. (laughs) Yeah. Which is also true. And just, like, come on. And he's, like, a little kid. Like, Marcel. He was literally, like, crouching behind Anna. I think she does a quote of, like, oh, yeah, it's cute when he does this. It reminds me of my kids or something. It's not cute. It's, it's a grown not man. Cute. It's a he's a grown fucking man. If Ted was crouching behind me because he didn't want to answer a question, like I feel like mm-mm. set the fuck up. So who else? Jasmine and Blake were barely on barely. it. Barely. Honestly, uh, they're just to me a snooze of a couple. Annie and Robert. Something dark happened. Oh my god. And I, we didn't get into it. And we it. didn't get it. I was like no, why are we shutting this down? Something, somebody threatened somebody about something. There was a lot to unpack, so. There was a lot to unpack, and we, we unpacked none on. of it. We unpacked zero. There's a lot to unpack here. Let's move on. Um, it was garbage. So, it sounded like, from what I heard, I don't know if, like, I understood the whole thing. So, he, before, it, clearly, that this Ben guy did something. He sent threatening message, messages and was like, I'm shutting this down before I can go more, like, before yeah. I can get anywhere. So, I guess Robert's house or apartment, there fire. was a fire. He had nowhere to live. 
and Robert's family, he, he was staying with friends. Rob, I'm assuming it wasn't Stephanie. I think it was Robert's family. He yeah. was like, we'll take care of Bryson. And Stephanie and Ben had nothing to do with anything. No. But then I didn't understand what the threatening mess. That was the part that, that yeah. made no sense. And we never got into it. And I feel like we never will. And it's just disappointing. I feel like they found out that she was a porn star, TLC, was like, we need to have her on the show. And that was pretty much it. It was, it was very disappointing. I felt like there was something there that we were actually going to get. I'm hoping someone, ne- when their NDAs let we'll up, spill it. like, will spill. So. But um, there was nothing else. But it was, I feel bad. Like, if that truly did happen, like, I feel bad. And, like, that sucks. <laughs> All we got was he's a fertile mortal. But there is a, a rumor that Annie is pregnant. I saw that. Which, I mean... Clearly something works there, so. so. maybe they're having sex more than once a week. <laughs> I don't know if it's the four, what does Andy want? Like, multiple four times, times a day. day. Well, then she should be fucking Angela. Yeah. Not fuck like. Oh my god. 38 I, times in two weeks. That's insane. That is insane. How did a girl not have a UTI? Well, how do you not even do, like, what are you doing during the day? Like. But I, here's the thing. If you're having, if you had sex 38 times in two weeks, it's probably like, you have sex for five minutes. And it has to be, like, a bunch of quickies. Yeah, it just has to be a bunch of quickies and then, you know, some longer ones as well. But I would think mostly quickies. It's just, like, it's almost three times a day. But, like, they're traveling. Like, what? I don't know. They're going to his parents' house as well. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot to handle there. And she, it's not like she's a spring chicken. Like, (laughs) but... I, it's like they're talking about getting married in Nigeria. We already know they got married in Nigeria, so. I will say there, I don't, didn't always know if their relationship was legitimate, but they were both genuinely upset when they were talking about the visa denial. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, there was something actual here. And that's a weird thing, like, Natalie was even crying, because she's like, I can, like, and that's why I was like, I don't understand what's going on. (laughs) I don't understand that situation at all, but. We have, Angela and, and Michael, I think they're going to work out eventually. Yeah, they will. Like, he'll eventually get here, yeah. and it will be fine. Um, the best, what, she has this association with the word classy and trashy, <laughs> and, like, I don't, I, she says that she's the classy, tra, classiest, or trashiest, classiest bitch you'll ever meet, and it's, like, I don't know if those two words are, like, I, they don't no. go together. They don't work together. Yeah. It makes no sense. But, but okay. do you. <laughs> but do you, Angela. She's good TV, so. She is. Just keep doing you. Keep um, being yourself. Who's the Juliana looked amazing. She, 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 but always, she always looks does, amazing. So. I just love the relationship that her and Sarah have. Mm-hmm. And they were holding hands when they were so talking through stuff. Precious. Like, it was great. You definitely know things were off the table. Like, Sean could not press on anything no. there. So. No. There were things that they were just not going to talk about, and they probably up front said, we're not going to talk about mm-hmm. this, so don't even bring it up. And it was interesting to hear that he lost friends because of it, too. So. That was interesting. That was sad. Yeah. And we got more backstory to his divorce with Sarah. Mm-hmm. You know, there about was. About the emotional cheating and stuff yes. like that. Which was interesting to hear. So hopefully. Things are different this time around. It was also very interesting to hear his perspective where he said he felt like he had no freedom. And Sarah's perspective where she was like, I gave you... Yeah, you had all the freedom. I gave you all the latitude in the world to travel and Mm -hmm. do whatever. And the fact that you were emotionally cheating on me. Yes. 
So clearly it's like, he was, I think he was probably going through some sort of crisis. Yeah, midlife crisis right there. Uh-huh. So, um, Sasha and Emily, I roll. I don't they even remember. Really, they don't even have anything. They like, had nothing. Jasmine and Blake were honestly more interesting than them. She was talking about, like, body image and, like, stuff like that. And she was even mentioning, like, it was just weird. I It was so uninteresting. And then he said something to Natalie, I think it was, about, like, oh, you can't force a man to change or something. Like, yes. see how that worked out for me. And it's like, whatever, yeah. Sasha. Like, I think you were the issue, yeah. not the women in this situation. The women so, were definitely not the issue, so like, I don't know. Like, we met your ex, Masha, and she seemed very sane. Yes. So. I don't feel like you're the one to be giving him relationship advice. Yeah. No, not at all. But he was trying to be, like, a mediator in this whole thing and, like, drop these words of, like, things of wisdom, and it's like... It's not working. Sir, please just shut up. Yeah, it's just like, you were invited here because they had to invite you. Yeah. Not because they wanted you. <laughs> but then Robert was also trying to be mediator. And yes. like... The best thing... Like, he doesn't speak proper English either. No. When he was like, I got the Texases. It's like, what? Like, you have the text. I feel like there's just, like, too many people trying to have words of wisdom in the show. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you, we don't need it from you. You're the you wrong don't, person. We don't need the words of wisdom. What we need is the one-liners that Angela gives. Yes. So, or the one-liners that Diamond Fox Stephanie gave. Like, that's what we need. We don't need these, like, insightful, like, oh, wow, I just figured out the world. Like, yeah. no, that's not what we need at all. Especially not from people who clearly should not be giving relationship advice. No. Maybe from Juliana, because she's mm-hmm. been through a lot. She seems pretty wise for her age, especially. Yeah. We don't need it from... The, I can't even think of their names, any of their names right now that I just said, but Sasha Robert. and Robert, we don't need it from them. No. We're good. We are Gucci. So that was a wrap for 90 Days Fiance, like OG, essentially. And now, of course, can't be TLC without another one. So they put up the early premiere of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days, and that is up. I think it's going to be on Sundays. We can watch it and figure out if we want to watch it. But apparently there's a guy on there that has been arrested like multiple times already. And it's like, TLC, do you bet, do you run a background check? They don't. I don't believe they do. They will let anybody on that (laughs) show. And that's what makes TLC TLC. Yeah. There's no vetting. There is none at all. It's just like, come as you are. Felonies and all. They actually stand outside the jails yeah. or the prisons and it's like, Waiting. want to be on a TV show? Right here. <laughs> Sign on up. <laughs> but I think that's all we have to spill this week. We will be back next week. Regular time. Regular time. Shit. No? Maybe not. I might be going oh. up to New York, so we might just have to do it on Wednesday. Okay. We'll have, we'll have stuff Wednesday. Or Sunday. Yeah, maybe Sunday. It depends. We'll let you guys know. We'll put it on Instagram. I j- completely forgot I was going to New York. So, but we'll be back. It's fine. Normally schedule time soon. Um, no more trips planned, at least. So, um, but don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Weekly Spill. And you can listen to us anywhere podcasts can be listened to.
Bye. Bye. <laughs>